0: Hello, hello, hello. It is I, Untamed, always blessed, never pressed, with no time for undue stress. Welcome to Untamed Territory, where we live drama-free, with only positivity, serving that hot tea on the literary industry. And welcome to our new episode of Diamonds After Dark where our discussions are real, raw, and completely after dark. I am joined here tonight by my two lovely co-hosts, Timeless V and Miss PD. Hello, ladies. How are you all tonight?
1: Good evening. Good good evening. evening. I'm ready. You're ready.
0: You're ready. Well, first, let me just say to you both, Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. Year. So how was you guys' holiday and your new year?
1: quiet <laughs> quiet <laughs> <laughs> reflective
0: well, well that's good and we need quiet and uh, reflective time yeah okay. yeah so be okay, well, just quality? let's see if i can follow the realm of adjectives um <laughs> <sighs> uh, <laughs> it was actually it was it was quiet it was actually a great time for reflection for me um i just. The holidays are just i don't know i spend year-round busy so as crazy as it sounds i like for the holidays to be exact opposite of that so it's just mm. me and my kids so i was happy oh yeah
1: sometimes that's the best you know
0: it yes. is it is mm-hmm. well mine was um uh, the only thing i could reflect on was some tissue
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> there you go a little that's... sniffle <laughs> sniffle huh yes yeah.
0: Yes, I I can't complain. I, I've been ble- I was blessed uh this in this season, but I just mm-hmm. wished I would have felt a whole lot better so I could enjoy the holiday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the reason for the high I apologize to the listeners for the absence, but um as my two co hosts know, I was just dog sick half of December, always into January. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I said did you bring in the New Year's pick? Who all believes in superstitions Like what is y'all New Year's Like um, I guess protocol Like I know some people believe in the whole Man's supposed to walk in first How you bring in the pipe new- like,
1: do <laughs> I don't do the man thing but For me and that's grown up You know around my grandmothers Their thing was you know You got to bring in the New Year's with a clean house Your house must be mm-hmm. clean um, and also, you gotta have the lima beans and fish because it's supposed to bring you good luck. So,
0: That's new oh really? Oh really? Oh wow! Ooh, I've never heard that. Yeah. Well, I'm. A, you know what, Miss PD, I'm gonna agree with you on, on something because that you know we have the whole superstition thing that was going on like the men walk in first and we still do it just out of habit the Mm -hmm. men walk in first you have to have a clean house all your laundry is clean Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. our thing was they said you need to eat um black eyed peas Mm -hmm. and of course for for the country people they say eat some chitlins (laughs) all that day now i don't have no chitlins now (laughs) 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 <laughs> but, but when I was at the grocery store, look, we were going to the grocery store to buy some black eyed peas. And it was just an older lady. She just was so nice. She just struck up a conversation with us. And she was like, Oh, you going to get your beans? I said, Yes, ma'am. I said, We're going to get some black eyed peas. She said, Oh, baby, don't get no black eyed peas. You'll catch hell with no black eyed peas. Oh, y'all. oh. oh. <laughs> I, I said, She can tell you why. I said, well, what, what happened? She said, my sister couldn't get a man, had been eating black eyed peas. And she said, this year I'm going to try llama beans. Oh, yeah. got her... <laughs> <laughs> she, she said, my sister met her retired vet and she is living good and happy now. I said, I looked at my husband. I said, let's get these lima beans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I that they had had Lama Lama
1: beans. That had nothing to do with llama beans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do nothing
2: but laugh. <laughs> <Lama
1: bees.
0: laughs> I, I said I can't do nothing but laugh I was like I'm going to get lava beans Just because uh, she was so adamant about it Look I was like I don't even know if I need to eat Black eyed peas anymore period She was so strong <laughs> I do <don't> know
1: <laughs> But you got your man so
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, Look I was like Let let me see what else we can get With these llama beans. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get these lava beans and play the lottery.
1: <laughs> I mostly do it now, and I and I did skip a couple years, but I mostly do it now simply because. It was something my grandmothers did growing up. I don't believe in that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah and that's it's that's why I say it's mostly just out of habit because yeah. like my grandmother, my mother did it, so it's like really just doing it because it's just tradition. So, I, you know, yeah. I don't really believe in any of that because I'm just like, you know what, life is gonna happen regardless of right. what you just have to power through it. Power through <laughs> so, <to> it exactly. <laughs> But I did look. I said, you know what? I am going to adhere to these llama beans. So I don't know what was happening. We're going <laughs> to see what happens. we going to see what happens. So y'all, y'all, y'all keep your fingers crossed. You can play I'm going to play Lotto on, uh, tomorrow. And <laughs> we're going to see what happens. <laughs> well, I made a nice big pot of llama
1: beans yesterday. I need to go play something too.
0: I know. you going to play Lotto. <laughs> Come no. um. <laughs> on. Look, look, listeners, you will all know if we play Lotto of win because we probably won't be back on the air for a long time. <laughs> If that's what brings the lotto, I am screwed because I don't eat lima beans at all. Look, we just we'll just have to bless you with some of our earnings. Don't <laughs> worry, <laughs> you, know you baby,
1: darling, you got that.
0: <laughs> I got you. <laughs> oh my gosh Look, I am so glad that we had this comment relief because we are gonna jump on a you know very serious subject one, day and I just I had to yeah. talk about this. um because tonight's discussion is going to be about the docuseries Surviving R. Kelly um it was a six part docuseries that Lifetime actually released and we'll just discuss our opinions and other views that we've seen around the internet um and for the listeners if you have not seen the docuseries or if you have been living under a rock for your whole life and don't know who R. Kelly is (laughs) um We'll just break this down. Um, he has been accused for over twenty years of being a sexual predator, a deviant, an abuser, and a a pedophile for underage girls and women beginning with his marriage to the late R&B sorcery singer Aaliyah Halton when she was 15 years old and the Doctor series basically took the timeline of everything that's happened with R. Kelly and packed it together in one collective ball so that we could see the progression and continuance of his behavior and it Included interviews from women who have left, including his ex-wife, Andrea Kelly, and parents of women who are still with R. Kelly. And I have to say this because I don't want no backlash. R. Kelly has vehemently denied these allegations and plans to sue Lifetime and everyone involved in the making of the Doctor Series. So, um, let's get into this. So, did you ladies see this docu-series, and what are your thoughts?
1: No, I did not. You did see
0: it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she said no, I did
1: so, not plan, plan on seeing it. <laughs> and um, for me personally, like, I find it funny how people are so outraged now. Mm-hmm. This has been
2: mm-hmm.
1: for years. year. All of a sudden, it's Mute R. Kelly, and it's like, well, where were y'all we at years ago when this was coming out? So, mm-hmm. me, I don't listen to R. Kelly's music. I've never been a fan. That's number one. But um, he does have some good music. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not an R. Kelly fan. But when mm-hmm. the first, first allegations started coming out years ago, whenever mm-hmm. he would come, I would turn because my stomach, my stomach would turn. Like, I can't listen to him. My husband will tell you I can't listen to him. So, I haven't listened to him for years oh okay i have not listened to it because just the thought of you know i know he hasn't been found guilty right of anything
0: no he hasn't just
1: the thought of it it makes me sick mm-hmm. and then when i saw one interview he did where um he was talking about his mother did you you guys see that portion of the
0: interview he did i didn't catch that one i didn't catch that one no i didn't
1: and it, it really made me sick. He just he has a sick fascination. And um with his mother. Like he was in love with his mother.
0: You know what I did oh. see it, but when you said that, as somebody a blogger or someone posted mm-hmm. that information about it was I never knew that part. And yeah. I was reading it, and yeah, they were saying that he you know just going over They didn't go into the interview But they were just saying that he was actually in love with his mother And he had a yeah. fascination with his mom And I was like oh He asked
1: his mom to marry him several times He said when he was a kid His mom would make coffee and she would taste it To see if it was just right And she would leave a lipstick stain on the coffee mug And he would take the coffee mug Turn it around to where the lipstick stain was To taste the coffee Because he felt like he was putting his lips where his mom looks I mean just sick
0: Ooh,
1: I the whole family. Wait, oh, you know so I'm just I don't know I, I, I'm just not feeling him and I know he's not found guilty of anything but where there's smoke just fire
2: like
0: <laughs> not lying like come on look I'm going to him trying to hold my tongue did you see it um ooh I got Oh, let me tell you the debates um yes I saw it I saw all six parts um, and most of it was more of a a duh, like you could see it Mm -hmm. and it's amazing how to me R. Kelly allegedly or not whatever the case may be, however you want to label this man to me he is the very definition of a typical household well, typical African American household of what goes on in this house stays in this house and then sweep things mm-hmm. under the right. I get that very uh, avidly. I was am- amazed at how highly the oldest brother when they interviewed him from jail, how he was so dismissive of his brother's actions. And yet it was still like in awe of this man. Um, mm-hmm. And I was wondering why he had blue contacts in. But anyway. Um... Uh, then you had the youngest brother whom, if anybody followed the story long ago, uh, they originally said it was the youngest brother who was actually on the tape. I will be honest with the listeners. I know many of you have probably viewed the alleged tape of the underage girl. I, in my 33 years, have for the first time viewed it last Saturday. Hmm. And it was something I could have done without I'm oh. amazed that you know one of the things that kind of sparked my attention was this um sparkle um and how you know everybody knows that she was saying that it was her niece mm-hmm. on the tape and there was no denying with whatever they went to trial and you have a mother and a, and a uncle that both said That's not my family. That's not my child. And of course, who are you going to believe? Because as a mother, you're supposed to know your child. So if the mother says that's not her, that's not her. However, Mm. that's a whole lie. And I don't care who says it, who hears it. who. That is a whole lie. I don't know this kid and I could pick her out from the streets. So, Mm. Um. of course, I had this funny feeling. Like Ms. PD said, it was that feeling in the bottom of my stomach that was like, yeah, I could really... Mess this man up if I was to see him. But at the same time, something ain't right. Everybody can't tell the same lie, but mm-hmm. everybody has their own motive as to why they're doing it now. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Whether
2: it's,
0: yeah, and um, I'll put it out there. My opinion is I think the money ran out or the check stopped coming and boom, everybody needed a boost. Not just R. Kelly, but everybody needed a boost. If you watch the end of the documentary series, everybody had something going on—from a publish, uh, publishing a book to doing something in their life that garnered attention from this. So, do mm-hmm. I think everybody had alter- ulterior motive besides money? Yeah, it mm-hmm. wasn't about fifteen minutes of fame. It was about what's my come up and who anybody that is in any type of business, industry, music, books, whatever. We all know that drama will bring the noise and it yes. will bring the sales. You
1: better speak so it. So
0: that, that's my opinion about it. I think this was a very good strategy in a sense. It's no different than 50 Cent and his, when every time Power is about to start a new season, he starts something up with somebody. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like this was a page out of his book. Um, and they're talking about he's going to sue them and everything like that. You got to think about it. You got to really think about it. Like, if they knew that they were going to get sued, which nine times out of ten, it's like, we can get sued for this. Would they really, somebody had to have signed off? Somebody. I don't care if it was just the record label. You can't convince me that nobody signed off on this. You just can't.
2: You know,
1: hey. on the side of all of that, too, I think what's sad is, um... If he is or was messing around with underage girls, right? Uh-huh. You have so many people defending him, like, "Oh, R. Kelly's a genius. He's this. He's that." And it's like, you don't. We have to realize that young people are listening, and uh-huh. yeah. like V said earlier, like in black households, it's like whatever happens here stays here. Black mm. house has so many secrets and generational curses, is not even funny. We don't exactly. talk about nothing, but you're gonna have little girls listen to this, and you're gonna have an uncle, or brother, or cousin, or somebody, and you know what, them, mm-hmm. and they're not gonna speak mm-hmm. up because they feel like nobody's gonna believe them, it's all a joke, you want attention. That's what they're going to think when they see people defending R. Kelly. Mm-hmm.
0: And, I, and I will tell you this too, Petey, and I'm glad you said that because this author named Quan posted on his IG page and it was exactly what you just said. He His exact words were, your daughters will hear you defending R. Kelly and that's why they won't tell you that their uncle is touching them. i see. True. That's, that's, Completely and, true. And I was just like, you know what? This is, and like you said, it's a generational curse because us as an African-American community, and I know I grew up on it. All of us pretty much did. The first thing your parents and your grandparents told you, you when you go to school or when you go to church, you don't talk about what's going on in your household. Your name? Uh-huh. Tell uh-huh. my business. Don't you tell my no business. Uh-huh. What's going on stage? You know, you... And, and to a certain extent, even with me rearing my kids, when I was coming, I was like, "Don't be going telling our business, you know." And it wasn't that anything was going on; it's just it's been passed down from generation right. to generation that right. you don't go and you just tell the business. It's like you know when you see your kids talking too much, you like shut, shut, your mouth, stop talking, <laughs> you know. And uh-huh. they get, but what we don't understand is that that message resonates across the board. <laughs> so, yes. They're not understanding, like, hey, if something's going on, you need to tell me. But, you know, I understand that you don't go and you don't... You're you trying to train your kids that you just... You don't... Everything that you don't tell. And what, what you're saying by that is that... Because people use things against you to hurt you in general. And yes, that's the message yes. that, you know, we're kind of getting out. But even some, you know, and I and to even take back that step back on that notion you know a lot of families don't want you to tell the serious stuff that you need to tell but in my instance i'll just speak from my perspective it wasn't on a, if something serious is going on don't tell me it's just you can't tell everything because people use stuff and they try to hurt you with it type of thing but no oh. if something's actually going on you need to talk to me you need to talk to your father you need to let us know what's going on and I think if more people kind of separated and basically broke that down to their kids, then it would be a difference. Like you really have to get into the nuts and bolts of things and train them in a different way. But you know, as for me, I'm like the I saw the entire series, and I will say this: it was very well organized and very well put together. And the way they weave the storylines and put the spotlight on on him, it was. I think the, the blowback from it is because it was presented in a way that's never before. Because all of these things, even though a lot of us knew things, bits and pieces, I think because it was spread out over so many years that people just turned blind. They lost sight of this and they lost sight of what was going on. Because when he came out, social media wasn't prevalent either. And um, that was another advantage that he had. Because of the fact that by the time social media really got going, he was already a mega superstar legend in everybody's mind. But you know, nowadays, um, a star can do something and you know about it before they even have a chance to go home and tell their best friend. You know, it's like, because social media and paparazzi is right there. They're catching everything. And it's posted on the blog. It's posted on the gram. It's posted on Twitter before they can even do damage control. And so, by him coming out in the, you know, early 90s and being able to get away with it because there wasn't that, you know, all you saw, like they said, Robert was the devil and R. Kelly, you know, was this charismatic superstar. So, all you ever saw was the R. Kelly. You never really got to see the Robert, you know, that they got to see. So, I think it was just more that all of this sickness, that they packed into this, city. I mean in and P- and P- like you wouldn't even, I-, I wouldn't even recommend you watch it because with every episode, it just it got sicker and sicker and sicker and it's like, it was almost to the point that by the time you got to the end of it You almost needed to go purge yourself from just hearing Uh all the different Uh things because it was like I can't even hold this on my spirit like my spirit was overflowing with grief. It was sad. It was really sad and a lot of this we knew but I I will tell you this. I will admit that um, with me for me in particular, if Aaliyah was still alive, me and her would be the same age. We were born in the exact same year. Mm -hmm. And so I'll, I'll say allegedly, but we I'm just going to say I feel and know that this is true. I was 15 and she was 15, and then it circulated that they got married. Now, I will say this. I was at a concert at the time that he was supposed to make an appearance with, and the next day we heard he had married Aaliyah, and he didn't come. He didn't show it. We the no show, show to that concert. Hmm. But, um, so that's why I th- further believe <laughs> that this is actually the truth. Um, that he married her. My, and this is why, um, and I'll get into this in a little bit. My 15 year old self, when I heard that he married her, I remember me and my friends being like, Oh my God, she married R. Kelly. Oh my God. I wish it was me because my 15 year old self is now registering. This is a grown man. This is actually sick. But mm-hmm. when you're a child, you think as a child. Mm -hmm. I remember in my 20s when more allegations came out on him I actually remember telling myself oh my god I can't even believe that I thought this was cool that he married her when she was 15 he is sick but then I had to think about it I was a kid when I had those thoughts in my 20s I'm an adult I have full knowledge that this grown man had no business being with this 15 year old girl you know <laughs> and um, to me that leads me to one debate that really truly bothered me because um, a lot of people are, bl- are blaming the girls who were then 13 to 17 years old and you know like I said I was 15 and I remember thinking that it was cool you know but <laughs> Some of these people are talking about them but as grown women and I'm talking about the women I'm not even going to delve into the men I'm going to talk about the women who are blaming these little girls or women you know the women who were then girls Um, you have grown women who get excited when any type of man pays them any attention a little (laughs) bit of attention not knowing his financial status not knowing if he's you know stable mentally or how he treats women they get excited when any type of man give them any type of attention and make them any type of promises but you want to blame a 13 to 17 year old girl now you add the fact that this man was famous and he had money and he could promise them a better life and you want a 13 to 17 year old to make a sound decision as a child and as grown women they get excited and fuss and fight over men who they have to take care of that are not even taking care of them they have to take care of and that's the
1: played. parents knew. The parents knew what was going on. Yeah. And that's sick because... I'm going to tell you. At 13, I couldn't do nothing. My uh-huh. mom didn't play. Uh-huh. Like from where, I, where I'm from, as I got older, people would be like, where are you from? I was born in Trenton. No, you wasn't. They swear up and down fine, because they never saw me. My mom, my brother, he was able to run the streets. I couldn't leave from my front porch. That's how... Shelter. my mom had me my mom was like my daughter's not gonna be like not trying to say she was better mm-hmm. but that, that was her mentality and it's like how at 13 is your child just ripping and running the street how is your child even getting close enough to r kelly that's without you? a
0: very valid question
1: from it they got money from it they got some kind of come up from it and they let it happen. There's no way. I couldn't yeah. have been up under some R. Kelly. My dad would be in jail right now. He didn't play. So oh, I don't want to. You know, and I will
0: I will give the one one lady a defense. Her name was um, I can't remember her name, but she was the one, if you well, on the show, she actually went to the hotel, um, found her daughter, and helped her daughter escape from a while they actually filmed it because she was going to tape the series and the series was um in chicago and she knew that her daughter she tracked her daughter down and found out her daughter was at the hotel now her daughter was grown now and um so she went to rescue her but she her daughter actually got she didn't know that her daughter was with r kelly it was another girl who was with R. Kelly who she befriended, so she thought, when she told her they were going to hang out and they was going to this place and that place, she Mm -hmm. didn't know they were going to be around R. Kelly. And so someone told her, and that's when she you know, she was like, she shut it down. But she didn't know that her daughter was still communicating with him, you know, behind her back. And when she became of age, she told her mama she was going to go and be with him. And she was like, there's nothing I can do about it because she was grown.
2: Mm. So mm-hmm. she
0: was the only one that, in that story as far as, you know, parents who my heart went out for. Because, you know, when your child becomes 18 and they're saying they're leaving your house, they didn't graduate high school. You know, there's really, you know, by law, there's she couldn't lock her down and say, no, you can't go but mm-hmm. when she did find out that she was going she shut it down for as long as she could but until when she became 18 she left and, and so mm-hmm. she went she'd been going without years with seeing her daughter she you know she kept trying to intervene and so she did intervene they said I think they said something in the series where the daughter went back like three days later but she left again and she came back with her mom but oh. um she um she definitely like he took her through if you look at the pictures of this girl when she was 15 very beautiful girl and the person who was um also confessing but wasn't showing their face and had like a voice um voiceover altered altered. and um they were saying that he used her like a boy toy and so he made her look like a boy and it, that's how she looked like she cut her hair she dressed like boys she she just she looked yeah she looked very boyish now as a grown woman because he said she was a rebel and she buffed on him like a boy so he made her turn into a boy yep. mm-hmm. yeah now mm-hmm. I will say this this is the part that really caught my attention that I thought was kind of odd there was a 16 year old who I think now she's 20 when the trial was going on she was seeing her 16 year old self Every day was out there during the trial. Her mother was at work and she was going to this trial. Um, first of all, let me say, my daughter couldn't have appeared on the front of a magazine. Right. At this trial, talking about some fans standing outside. Because, you know, you're going to stay at that trial because the next one going to be mine. <laughs> uh, what I found interesting, yeah, no, uh, is the mentality I'm disgusted by R. Kelly. Let's make that absolutely clear. But in a psychological sense, this is the worker in me, this is the major in me, however you want to put it. He well put together because no two stories of description was the same. He knew what to appeal to with each lady um, and each child, um, with the 16 year old they got to about to have sex. She you know, basically confessed, I'm not 19, I'm 16. And he burst her to the side. Well, you're going to continue to tell people that you're 19. But they connected on the level of, he revealed to me that he was molested. I was molested when I was three. There was another young lady that was in an abusive relationship uh, with her husband. Um, And she was fascinated or fell in love with him or whatever you want to call it because he let her know you're not the only one. So he appealed to her honest side another one appealed to the um i mean all of them were fans but with these parents what i was amazed by with these parents was the fact that they said we knew we heard the rumors we heard the allegations but we they said he wasn't guilty so we figured you know and i want people to understand that this is not coming from a Oh, it's a single parent household, so it makes sense that you know this is what happened. That's that's how he was able to do it. No, you had a husband and wife, mm-hmm. man that was, yeah, 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 husband and wife, married, married to this mm. day. You know who are going on here saying, you know, if I know, but well, how could you not? You, you're supposed to be this protector. You're gonna, you mean to tell me you're gonna give guardianship to a complete stranger over a child you're supposed to be protecting? Man, the devil
1: yeah, isn't and, a... and then you're gonna play. You look at me somewhat funny. My dad was in your face.
0: Let me honey t- and, and I and I am with you on that because first of all, my mother would have killed me and Robert. I'm... Stop but <laughs> let me tell I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> you would've killed me and Robert <laughs> Keller and then it with my daughter. I can tell you assuredly that me and the mister would kill Robert Kelly on this. Like, it ain't even happening. I mean, I I told my daughter, we all used to take these, um walks in the park like we just go to the park you know one day and just just it's a family thing that's what we did and um my daughter when she started developing like you know by the time she became 15 she you know she was very curvy and all of this good stuff and and so we um we're there you know as a family and it was the three guys that were playing basketball you could tell they were grown men but they were taking a break they were over there by the little bench and stuff and so my daughter had my um she had my old MP3 player. She's trying to figure out how to work because she left her cell phone. And um, uh, I said, Here, you know, just listen to this. And she's standing there trying to <laughs> trying to work it. My husband and I are just, he's talking and having a conversation, but he's looking at me. But out of my peripheral, I'm already side-eyeing these three guys to the <laughs> side, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh-huh. and I'm sitting here like, my husband was in mid-sentence, didn't pay any attention, and I saw the guy double back and look at my daughter with her head down, trying to figure out how to work the mp 3 kind of behind me. He doubles back and looks her up and down, and I was like, Kiana, and I snapped my fingers and I was like, get in front of me. <laughs> and I, I ain't even playing with you. Uh-huh. And I looked at him up and down, and he like t- put his head down like, oh, 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 I didn't know she saw that. Oh, yes, I'm watching I see everything when it comes to my children. <laughs> I'm
2: like, for and oh. somebody for
0: alligator. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, it, and that was gonna. I was going to say, with those it was the last two parents. I I feel so sorry for the young lady who, you know, if she's under abuse and mental, going through anything mental, you know, mentally related with him. And I'm sure she is, you know, let me say allegedly, but okay. Um, you know, their thing with me, like V said, they pissed me off because they knew their daughter they actually they are the fault that their daughter even knew R. Kelly because they took their whole family to the R. Kelly concert and that's how they, R. Kelly met their daughter Yes, ma'am. they let mm-hmm. their daughter mm-hmm. go to the back to sing for him and her father said well I felt because I was there she wasn't going to get caught up R. Kelly gave her her number they started communicating she first went to the hotel to meet him they found out go to the hotel and they're like okay you can't meet him by yourself though so then they they sit here and they start this whole process like they said to them their daughter was making threats and saying that she was going to do this and that if they didn't let her try to get this record deal with R. Kelly. <laughs> so they signed an agreement. They told her and him that she couldn't meet with him or any other adult without them present. But then they turned right around and said uh-huh. they signed an agreement where he would have somebody from the record label to watch after her And as long as they could talk to her every day and make sure that she was well. Now you mean to tell me that you (laughs) let your underage child go back and forth and communicate with him and go to the studio as long as someone was present from the studio where you just said that you wasn't going to let your own child out of your own sight? Absolutely not. And as soon as she was, I, I want to say that she was growing. She was growing when her sister went with her that last time. And um, mm-hmm. she had just turned 18, I think, and her sister went with her. And her sister, now her sister wasn't with the shit, okay? Her sister was like, no, you can't go nowhere without me. But what happened was she snuck off with him while she was asleep in the hotel, and her sister went and told the whole studio down looking for her sister. She said that security came in basically restrained her took her out and dumped her in a back alley and allegedly said to her that if she tells anybody they were gonna kill her her sister and her mama dad. and she didn't tell her parents what happened all she said was just put me in another hotel and when she got back that's when or she never did she never told them until it got to the point where the parents could never reach their their other daughter anymore and that's when she finally Uh admitted to them what actually happened and why she wanted the hotel room but if my child tells me you need to get another hotel room I'm coming down there here first of all I would have been there anyway because I'm not gonna leave one daughter with him let alone two Uh uh-huh I was like, no, you know, and and they were the ones who were saying they had heard allegations, but since he hadn't been convicted, you know, they just kind of they figured it was okay. it was okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I just those parents. oof those parents. Yeah, I, damn I, R. I, Kelly. Put me in a room one day, damn parents. hmm i will be happy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I just I got so many questions because both of them had such similar stories. Both of the sets of parents, the mm. married couples, both of mm. them had very similar stories of they met R. Kelly, their kids met R. Kelly because of them they took them to these concerts. Both of them very similar. And both of them praised their singing voices.
2: Mm. And
0: about how, especially the Savage family. If anybody recalls the Savage family, the of was actually went on TV. He had that Jerry Curl whatever he had going on with his hair and was just like, you know, just let her talk to him whatever. Well, by this time, she didn't drop out of school. She's 19. She decided she didn't want to go back to college. But there were so many inconsistencies that anybody can correct me if I'm wrong, that at the end of it, one of the girls wind up getting gonorrhea over uh, a incurable disease.
2: Yeah, uh, and they yeah. said... Yeah. Herpes, yeah.
0: She yeah. sat there and said they told me I had to go get checked because they knew for sure from their daughter that he had something. So you mean to tell me, you have not been in communication with your daughter, but you know in three years, four or five, however long, you, you hadn't been in contact with your daughter 19, but you're going to tell me that you know that she has because you know that from your daughter. Somebody lying.
2: Mm-mm-mm.
0: There's a lie there. It mm-hmm. just, it just, you know, it's sickening me because with the the couples, you knew, you know, without, nobody is stupid. Nobody is crazy. You did this because you wanted your child to have this fame. You wanted this money that was going to okay. be flowing in. There is absolutely no reason that you would allow your 15-, 16-year-old daughter to be going anywhere with anybody accused of those type of allegations. You don't know this man. You just know that he is R. Kelly. I mean, you have family members that you probably don't go and see, but you're going to let your child go off with this man and, and and trust him with your child. No, you're doing this for financial gain. And I just had absolutely... No sympathy for them as parents because you didn't do your due diligence to your child. And that's the reason why, you know, I know that kids can grow up and they do what they want to do and they can be led astray. But in this situation, you you as a parent, you are the fault for this. So I feel like, okay, R. Kelly, to me, you know, if he's doing this, he is a monster of enormous pro- proportions. You know, I know that he is sick. And he has let the devil completely take over him. But in this situation, you are just as sick as he is because there is no amount of money in this world. There's nothing in this world that is going to allow me to sit my dignity and pride aside and my love for my child aside to say, oh, go ahead. I'm going to put you in the hands of the devil, but you'll be okay because I'm going to be watching you from a distance. No. <laughs> No, it, you absolutely
1: know, not Aside from R. Kelly There are so many And it comes down to a racial thing But it's so many people in power Who are doing this Mm-hmm hey, people. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah you mm-hmm. Me? Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember the TV show Seventh Heaven? I don't know if y'all mm-hmm. remember
0: I remember Yes, yes. yes.
1: Something, whatever his name is He did the same Love thing dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah hmm <laughs> pornography like where's his documentary Where where's his shit at and um
0: who? And is, I, I, I think that's I, a big thing that a lot of people still don't realize
1: where's their documentaries tell them all the stuff they did
0: like mm-hmm. and and I think to me I feel like all you know all of them should be exposed because this, to me because they're in the entertainment industry and you're you know, some people are making the argument well, you know, R. Kelly is a person but his music is different. I can't support the music because of the fact, first of all, his music number one, was um, written which really came out, and if you go back and listen to some of the lyrics, it really makes you <laughs> sick. Written based off of his experiences yes. with these women and these young girls and so now...
1: A genius.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Uh-huh. you know and now it, it, it sickens me but he is such a master manipulator that I uh-huh. you know it's, it's to me this is how calculating he was I think he went into this thing always feeling like he was one step away from getting caught because every time he got caught up in something he came out with some type of dynamic song that he uh-huh. step in the name of love
1: Yes, he embedded into our lives. So now he's posted on Facebook a song that I never heard before cuz I don't listen to him. I don't know how old it is or when it came out, but the song is called I admit. Did y'all hear
0: that? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. It just came
1: out. Yeah, today, just a couple of months ago. Oh, it
0: just came out? Wow. Yeah. yeah
1: because somebody yeah. posted it and it said I admit. So, I got curious and I listened to it and I'm listening to the lyrics site. Like, uh, he basically telling y'all he did it.
0: He mm-hmm. telling <laughs> so smooth with it. Mhm. He, he was, was so smooth with it. He was so smooth and with never it. actually said I did this. <laughs> he... Force was I admit. So it was like you are so smooth about this, and <laughs> I, uh, and I mean, sorry, and, y'all. When, and when I tell you, when I say a master manipulator, because I just feel like he was because. He was so meticulous in how he did things, how he does things. Like, it seems like he dropped something because he's like, if it ever comes a time when I'm locked away or I get caught up in this, you will never be able to get rid of me because I'm in your wedding songs. I'm in your children's graduations. I'm <laughs> in your mama's 75th birthday party music. So you <laughs> put me in and you, and you get a bit of the like for two of my kids, I Believe I Can Fly was their pre-K and kindergarten graduation song. My kids are singing it. So if I go back and watch the videotape or show them, you know, to kind of reminisce over memories, I can even sit here talking about it. I get a warm and fuzzy feeling on the inside because those are my babies and they were graduating. And then I have to sit back and be like, oh my God, and they're singing the R. Kelly song too. <laughs> So it's like he meticulously put out music every time he was getting ready to get caught up that he knew was going to be something permanent in our lives because it's like, okay, I can't, I can tell my kids not to listen to our killing, but I can't tell the school not to let them see that at the graduation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And You know, I just want to make this point to all those that are listening and I know a lot of people are like you know y'all didn't really talk about the victims and all this other stuff and you know people should realize that they are able to leave and I really got into a big whole argument and anybody that knows me knows I like to um I don't want to call it debate but like to get my I'm passionate so (laughs) 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 the So, you know, one of the things that I wanted people to understand, and I mean, if you take, not to take away from it, but if you take out just the allegation of the abuse that y'all were saying that, and you know, her, one of the points was, well, this woman just got up. There and said, I just made a decision one day and I left. That's very true. But it's no different than an abusive relationship, a physical abusive relationship. Um, a lot of women just... Right. Right there. You're right. They go out the door every day, go to work, and they come back. knowing mm-hmm. what they completely face. Under You have... the body dogs. But if you have a dog, you put that dog in the yard, and you have a shock collar on that dog. It will go so far. After a couple of weeks, you take that shock collar off, it's not going to know the difference. Go over there because I get shocked. Mm-hmm. so understand that while a lot of people and I'm because a lot of people be real it is no different than if beat the hell out of you for this one thing I bet you won't do it again sorry to beat you again it works it okay. happens so while a lot of people are victim blame people to, get off of it and you know what just to add to that V my thing with that is this you have a lot of people who are sitting up here who are struggling they know everything he's done they you know it's you know let's say allegedly but let's just say they know everything they've heard it they've seen the documentary and they're still like well I'm still gonna listen to his music but you're gonna victim blame some young girls when they were 13 and 17 years old and say oh they could have walked away you can't even walk away from his music and y'all wanted them to walk away from a man who they were in love with and emotionally tied to you have women who can't like you said walk away from abusive situations and no shade you have women or you have people in general who make bad decisions all the time you have you know we get sucked into craziness all the time you know, good and well, you're not going to have money to repay your loan. But you hearing that you can get $7,000 at a low interest rate. You take yourself in there. It's not up for this loan. And now you're running from a bill collector. But you're, <laughs> <laughs> <And> you're grown. <laughs> you knew you weren't going to have the money to pay that back for the next five years.
1: <laughs> that is so very true.
0: Like, it's like, you know, you can't walk away from stuff as a grown adult. We make decisions like bad decisions. Poor decisions at times for our lives even as adults so i'm not gonna look at this child and say you should have made a bad a better decision for yourself you should have walked away from it we as grown people can't even walk away from the simple things in life at times but we expect these kids to make adult decisions and I, I, I can't in that essence sit there and blame them because like I said I was that 15 year old girl who heard that rumor at that time that he married Aaliyah and I was thank God for big favors was up here saying oh my God I wish it was me no I don't if Lord if you have ever protected me in anything <laughs> I do not I wish that was do do me
1: blame, I do not blame the victims at all exactly. um. And you got women in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and, you know, with a man who ain't no good mm-hmm. on them, giving them STDs and everything, and they won't walk away.
0: Exactly.
1: So how you going to look at the child and be like, well, you should have known this wasn't right, walk away. No, their, their mind is not old enough
0: to process that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and um, that's another thing, you know, they don't understand that we look at these kids and you say oh because you see that they're they are developed and you know that they know how to talk and answer respond and say yes and say no that they have a mentality to walk away from this you're 13 to 17 I don't care how grown you look you still have a child's mind and we have some grown people who still have children's minds and I'm just I can't I'm not going to sit here and blame you know the females because at the end of the even men can get emotionally tied to a situation females get emotionally tied to a situation like you said you have 50 60 year old women and men stuck in a marriage or stuck in a relationship that they know they need to let go of but they haven't walked away and they've been with that person 20 30 40 years
2: what
1: yes (laughs) but you want to talk about this child
0: Exactly. You want to talk about a thirteen-year-old child, and at least, and to give them the benefit of the doubt, you know, as a child, they're like aside from the man. Even if they were saying, okay, well, they was looking to come up. Um, it's a lot of people that get with people that's looking to come up, especially adults. What day and age are we living in? You have women up here today saying a man has to make a certain figure, he has to have to look a certain way, and you telling the child to say, okay, they get a promise of fame they think they're gonna be with a man who has money and they believe he that he loves them um grown people looking for the same thing <laughs> mm-hmm. True story.
1: so i mean we got to remember that too when we're talking about these things it's like don't you can't really degrade some someone else when a lot of us are doing the same thing yes
0: you can't absolutely. Do it.
1: Absolutely. Never say never because it can come back to bite you in the ass. Because these same people who are you know coming down hard on these young girls, I bet you we could look at them right in their face and be like, "Well, you stay with so and so and this and that, and he ain't have shit." Exactly. <laughs> so, can you tell me your mind at, at fifty years old? You have a thirteen-year-old mind. That's what you tell me. That's
0: you did- I can't she did for less. Exactly. At 50
1: years oh, you did it for less. Get
0: and, it out of here. Look, and as my. And as, real
1: quick. The one's always talking slick.
0: And and as my mother used to say, Lord bless her, her soul. And she always used to say, if you. <laughs> she, she said, Look here. If you're going to be with a man, he got to give you something more than a wet ass, okay? I just, <laughs> 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 and I mean, you have grown women and that's all these men is giving them. It's what you say. You, stay, you paying all the bills, you raising all the kids, you <laughs> you going to work each and every day. He ain't doing nothing. And then you look at this document and say, Now she knows she was wrong. She she did just being fast. She could have walked away. Really?
1: He driving oh your car you at work. He give you mean? good <laughs> so he could contribute. And that's your man. Oh, okay.
0: that's your man but you you fixed your mouth to talk about this young lady here Uh -uh. it's Mm -hmm. not it's not gonna happen Uh, I you know we could talk on and on and on and on I knew today's show was gonna run long but we had so much to unpack you know (laughs) with this Um, still I mean and we still could talk about it but it's just to me I just feel like the moral of it is you know, I hope that they really do an investigation and something is done about his actions, because it just... And hurt people hurt people. We all know that R. Kelly was molested as a child. Um, his brother finally came out and said it was their sister, and he has a video of an interview where he details his first experience with his sister, and it just... I can't even repeat it. Um <laughs> it's on instagram right now the video is floating around instagram but just know that it was a true sexual assault of him you know when she was 16 and he was six um this is his baby brother and so this it's been said that the same person was the one who molested r kelly and so this is kind of why i can see where he had his infatuation with his mother started to build because it was his sister, you know, allegedly who did molest him. And because he has never dealt with those demons, he has now allowed those inner de- demons to turn him into a monster. And um,
1: that's why I said earlier, you know, he, he's sick and uh-huh. it's somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I would never give anybody a pass, but it came from somewhere. And it's like, people got to, you got to check that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. family member or so It don't even have to be the parent somebody got to see something something is wrong and and try. you got to at least try you know to, to get help for somebody but it is a sickness it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. people hurt people it was done to him and subconsciously he's now doing it to others in his mind it might be okay and, uh, and that was the thing that I was going to say because him he justified it was okay
0: he's justifying that it's okay because to somewhere in his mind because it happened to him he's had to live with it and he justified it for himself so now he's justifying his actions you know that he's to other people because he had to cope with that he had to justify it within himself what happened to him and you know in that regard I hope and I pray that through all of this, that he's able to get some help from himself, mm-hmm. these women will never be the same, you know. And Lord help, you know, we never did get on Andrea Kelly and his, his 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 real children, but I do hope that she is doing taking the necessary steps to make sure that they have counseling and that they will be okay because it is generational in their family, and I don't want have to have to relive that through our kids. You know, because they are already going through it enough right. um, from what they're having to experience with their father. And mm-hmm. she, you know, she said that she has had to really cling to her kids because she has had um, her kids go through bullying in school because they're like, my parents told me I couldn't sit next to you because your child, your father's a child molester, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So it, they have had a rough childhood in regards to their father. Um, not taking care of them and um, also because of the things that he has allegedly done Um, but I just hope that for his children they are able to overcome this and break that curse and that their mother is a, a factor in that but she did the best thing that she could do which was walk away when they were younger so that hopefully they can have some sense of normalcy within themselves but
1: i i know it's coming to a close but maybe on another show we could we can talk about andrea kelly and her actions since this has been going on
0: yes we definitely will um dive into that because we lost v unfortunately that's why she's not speaking It was a great show though great conversation yes it was and at the end we just have to we have to untrain ourselves to stop being reactive to the things that we do and to mm-hmm. be proactive and we definitely need to just stop following the norm for the sake of following it and understand who and what we're supporting because our children our children's children, the youth around us are listening. They are watching. They are soaking it in. So we just have to be very diligent regardless of the race, regardless of who it is that we're not just out here supporting any and everything and any type of behavior because we yeah. don't want them to feel that it's acceptable we don't want them to feel like they cannot come to us and talk to us when things are going on in their life and that's the big to me that's the biggest message out of all of this is that we just have to do better period as a people we have to do we have to do better so, we'll miss- well,
1: I like that break it down
0: <laughs> well, Miss PD, it has been a pleasure with you and me. Who added some great info before she got cut off. She got cut off. I guess it was getting too hot. Our our connection disconnected our line. <laughs> <Right> oh, <now. laughs> I Well, drop your social media information so the listeners can connect with you, Miss PD.
1: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram poetic designs 1 and yeah that's it that's all I want to <laughs> give out tonight
0: <today. laughs> <laughs> i'm going to be private tonight y'all just go hit that poetic designs one okay. on Instagram
1: <laughs> poetic designs and a number
2: 1
0: it's the right well i will give out um these information to follow timeless v um, you can follow her on Instagram at Timeless Everything and on Twitter at SoulSister underscore 101. I believe I got that correct. Right, Correct. Did I say correct?
2: <laughs> correct. <laughs> I've been rubbed off on you first time tonight.
1: night. <laughs> uh,
0: I got that correct.
1: <laughs> I'm going to blast you online. <laughs> Please. What? I know
0: I'm going to catch it. I know I'm going to catch it online. <laughs>
2: All right. You know- <laughs> Oh gosh. I got it correct. <laughs>
0: I can't. Oh my god. Look, okay. I'm not gonna start. We we will get into a giggle fit. We will, but people you can follow me at Author and Tame and if you pull up Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter type in "author AuthorUntame, you will find me! And I want to encourage everyone to please listen to my other station, which is the Get Caught Up the UP podcast um, for our episodes and author interviews, and we have an upcoming interview with author Nadine Fry on January 23rd at 8pm Eastern Standard on anchor.fm forward slash Untamed Publishing and if you would like to donate to this podcast, visit anchor.fm forward slash author dash untamed and click the donate button from your PC or laptop. And if you would like ad space, just send me an email at authoruntamed1 at gmail.com. Well, as always, Miss PD, it has been a pleasure rocking with you tonight. And I thank you for your beautiful insights.
1: That's right. Diamonds after dark.
0: Town is after dark. We're going to disconnect the line before R. Kelly sent his lawyers in on that. <laughs> I'm going to do, do like Lifetime like said after every segment, he has denied all allegations. So let me add that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will see you all again on Thursday, January 24th. And until then, remain untamed.